All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. So you guys heard about some of my fun in Omaha, but I have more to share, and we're going to do that very soon. But first, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. We are constantly meeting cool people on Cassidy, whether it's just to socialize and network or to get down. And we also find out about some of the coolest events in the country there. And if you want to try Cassidy for yourself and start having all sorts of lifestyle fun, you can do it free for an entire month when you go to FrontPorchSwingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of our homepage. Again, that's frontporchswingers.com. Click on the Cassidy banner to try it free for an entire month. See what you think, and we hope to see you there. We love it, so we hope you do too. So, it's birthday week. I'm super fucking pumped for that because I'm a spoiled brat. It's and, uh, <laughs> more like birthday month because you you basically hijack the entire month of February for your birthday. Well, you don't celebrate because you're not fun. So. <laughs> no, I'm also old and I don't care about my birthday. So You're always becomes, like, when you're my age, you're, you're not going to celebrate. I'm like, the fuck well, I Well, I haven't celebrated my birthday in fucking 30 years. But nonetheless, I've, I don't give a shit. I hate it. I don't want to get another year older. So I <laughs> fight it tooth and nail. So we'll just give it to you. You can have the whole month if you want it. Thank you. But I'm excited because for the past two weeks, we have been... 100% vanilla work mode the entire two weeks. We have not done anything lifestyle related. And next weekend, your birthday, is the uh, Sweethearts Ball at the Swan Mansion in Houston. And it will be debaucherous. That's all I can tell you. Yeah. I mean, we've been monogamous for two weeks, which is crazy for us. That doesn't happen. Almost never. <laughs> I get to see Susan tomorrow. Yes. I was supposed to see her last week. Got fucking crazy busy. So I'll see her tomorrow. But next weekend... I expect it to be absolute fucking bedlam because there's like 40 of our friends on property. Yeah, I know. We were talking this morning about how do we top, how do I top last birthday because you planned a gangbang for me yeah, this time last year. Gangbang. Yeah, I completely forgot it was a year ago already. So I had six very handsome men touching all over me and sticking their dicks inside of me and it was amazing. And I'm like, how do we top it this year? Oh yeah, we had the fucking Sweetheart's Ball with a bunch of friends at the Swan Mansion of all places, which is so stunning. I mean, I keep pinching myself thinking like, how is this my life? You're going to get probably some spa treatment, maybe a little Botox. Never know. There might be some other surprises in there. Well, I already talked to someone about some birthday spankings, too. Oh, well, there you have it. (laughs) I think that's going to be on the agenda. Yeah, listen, this is going to be a fucking blast. And I need it. I need a break. I'm fucking tired of working. I've had it. Well, and this event will be really fun because most events, we are so busy. You're cooking. I'm bartending. Or, you know, one of us or both of us are working the door. This is just a chance for us to chill and hang out with some very cool people in a stunning environment. Yeah, we've got a full fucking staff. I'm super pumped. I was just talking to Dr. Bear about it. It was like, you know, you don't need to do anything. All we want you to do is have a good time. I'm like, holy shit, I forgot. There's a chef and a staff and bartenders and housekeeping and There's We got everything. It's awesome. Fuck it. Yeah, I'm going to just have a good time. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. I cannot wait. I'm not looking forward to the flight, but I am looking forward to getting there. So. I'm pumped about it for sure. We'll pump you up with some bourbon first. Pump no, you full of bourbon. No doubt about it. <laughs> a gummy, 
Take a little Lumi Labs. It's a night flight too, I so know. people won't side eye you if you're having some bourbon at you know when we're at the airport. Who gives a <laughs> shit? You and I have sat at the the bar at the airport here in Vegas at six a.m. drinking. No one gives a shit. It's packed. I know it's the best. Yeah, it's the that's the best thing about Vegas. Time means nothing here. Yeah, absolutely nothing. It's a construct that makes <laughs> no sense here in no, Vegas. Yeah, no one cares. <laughs> absolutely no one cares. I love it, and you lose all track of time, which is great, especially when I have to fly because I don't want to fucking do it. So yeah, but it is a night flight. It'll make things a little bit easier. I'll be able to sleep a little better, I think. So that'll be nice. Yeah. So like you said, we did not have any interactions this week. No, Naughty zero. interactions. But I did meet two people this week. Yeah. One went very well. Yes. One did not. Right. I got to meet the kinky Dom gentleman that we talked about a couple weeks ago. Yeah, you just met for coffee, though. Yeah, and it was a blast. We had so much fun. I mean, he is he's the perfect person for this type of interaction because he's super chill. He doesn't have a lot of availability, but he's just a good fucking person to be around. Right. And we had a blast. It was really funny, though, because the bartender, you and I actually sat down there first. We didn't go yes. for a coffee. We ended up going for right. a drink. And you and I were sitting there first, and then you left, and he showed up like five minutes later, and she kept giving us weird looks, and he's <laughs> touching me. He's rubbing my leg the whole time. He leans over and kisses me on the cheek at one point right. and you can just tell this woman is like what is going on and then I made some joke about yeah we're speed dating and she's like oh yeah do you have another guy showing up next I was like yep <laughs> I didn't but <laughs> that's funny no she was definitely well and we didn't we had not ever met her before she was relatively new yeah the place we were at so she uh she was definitely I guess a little bit thrown off but seemed okay and then of course you came next door to meet me at one of our regular places and we just hung out there bullshit and talking about your new dom friend and he does definitely seem to get it he is you know he's also he's thoughtful but he's also a conscientious right like he just met you just to basically debrief about yep. the first time you guys were together and what it might look like going forward yes. and kind of giving you his schedule and yeah I think that's very cool there are very few people that are that conscientious about this space yeah he clearly gives a fuck and it he his actions reflect that well he's busy he's got a partner you know his partner has a life obviously also they're very much in an open relationship so he's just trying to figure out how to make it all work timing wise and and wanted to see what worked for you or maybe what didn't what he could do better i mean that's a big fucking deal very few guys give a shit about that yes and then i went on another first meeting yeah not so great it did not go exactly according to plan so let me set the stage for you guys um this gentleman reached out to me on one of the kink sites and you know, decently attractive guy, not really my type, but I was like, you know what, we're going to give it a try, see what happens. He seems really cool. Our conversations were very in-depth and interesting and insightful. So I was like, eh, fuck it, let's roll the dice and see what happens. Yeah, you told me, what you told me about him was very interesting. He's got an interesting history. He's lived like six lives. Yeah, it's very cool. Which is cool, yeah. So we meet at this amazing Italian restaurant in one of our favorite areas, and he walks in, and literally as he's walking in the door, I'm like, there's no way that's him. (laughs) Because, and he's not an unattractive man, but the pictures that were on his profile were significantly younger looking. Yeah, and he told you in front of me and I was like okay <laughs> yeah when you asked him how long have you been on the site strategically of course to kind of gauge how old the pictures were he said like eight years right well and then of course you mentioned something to him about the pictures and yeah they're eight fucking years old that is insane to me yeah you're just basically you're you're putting the responsibility of your bad decisions basically on the person you're meeting because 
in this case, or in any case, I guess, if the pictures don't reflect who you really are, that tells you something instantly. Even though, like you said, he's still an attractive guy, it tells you a few things. It tells me that you don't really take this seriously because you haven't updated your pictures in eight fucking years. Or you think that you're going to pull the wool over my eyes and I'm going to overlook it once you get in front of me because he did have a good personality. If I had to guess, this is a guy who relies on that, his sense of humor and his interesting stories. And that helps you kind of look over the fact that he has a bunch of old photos on his profile. Yeah, it's like it's elementary level catfishing. A little bit, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like, it, it, and we've heard people talk about this. We have friends that have actually fallen prey to this, unfortunately, where it's like, well, yeah, you know, he or she didn't really look like their pictures, but, you know, we were there and they seemed cool. It's like, okay, so what you're doing is luring people in, hoping that once they meet you and they've expended the time and the energy and the effort, it's like, okay, it's not that big a deal or that big a difference. I'm just going to go through with this anyway. It's and a manipulation terrible. tactic. It that's is. what it's it very is. Mu- it's, it's manipulative, but it's also really fucking lazy. It, I just don't understand that. Just be honest. It's going to be so much easier for you. Because, I mean, really, a lot of people aren't as pleasant as you are, right? <laughs> I mean, a lot of folks could have been like, uh, you don't look anything like your fucking picture. Check, please. Would you do that? No, I'm not. I wouldn't be rude that way, but I would certainly make a point of noting it. I would tell them right away, like, "Hey, just so we're on the same page, I expected you to look a bit different. Your pictures don't reflect how you currently look. I apologize, but I'm a little thrown off." Right. And again, for me, this is not about the aesthetics. I'm attracted to older men. Right. Clearly, you're 20 years older than me. That's not yeah. the issue. And this guy's not even my age. He's younger than me. Yeah. The issue is it makes me think, okay, what else are you going to try to manipulate me with? Or what else are you not being super honest about? Right. And honestly, it did completely throw off the chemistry too, because I'm trying to get to know him. And in the back of my mind, I'm going, okay, what were your real intentions here? Yeah, it's t- it's tough. And then, of course, he reaches out to you like this morning you and you he asked you if you wanted to meet for a drink. And when you and I got back together, so you met him at the Italian restaurant. I was at one of our local places, one of our favorite places next door, literally, like 25 feet away. You came over afterwards to meet me, and I could just tell the look on your face. You're like, this this was not a home run. <laughs> but what you said to me was, he was super cool, super interesting. You told me about his background. I found it interesting. And you said, this is a guy I would meet for a drink if he just wanted to have a drink or lunch or something. He was really nice. That's it. That's I'm not going to fuck hard, him. Yeah, hard yeah. stop. So he reaches out to you. And I think intelligently, when he asked you if you wanted to go out again, you were like, well, listen, I really don't think this is a great fit type thing. And then he didn't get shitty, but he definitely got defensive. And it's like, dude, this is your fault. Like, you did this. And he made some he made some comment about, well, I usually look for profiles with depth. And if this is just about appearance for you, you know, I'm sorry. No. Yeah, throw it on me yeah, as if not, I'm the issue. Yeah, no, no, no. That No, no. doesn't work that way. No. You weren't honest in the first place. Right. Right? If you had had your updated photos of your you know that represent you as you currently we wouldn't even be here right now this wouldn't even have happened right right you weren't honest so this is your fucking fault you can't blame that on somebody else i agree yeah it's just shitty do not throw me under the bus here i mean it is i i'm a little bit shallow at this point in my life we've talked about that a lot recently well but guys the ego the male ego is a fragile motherfucker it is crystal (laughs) i mean it's it is super fucking very delicate, right? Which so, you can note by the guys that reach out to me and are like, oh, you're so beautiful. Can we do this to the, together? Can we do that together? And then I turn them down and they're like, well, fuck you anyway. You're a fat bitch. And I'm yeah, like, <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, that's you just exactly said that you is. wanted to fuck me. So right. which is it? 
am I a fat, ugly bitch or do you want to fuck me? That's exactly what it is. I have never understood <laughs> that. I guess it gets to a point, and this isn't just because of age, because I've never given a single fuck what anyone thinks, but I don't really understand why you can be upset with someone for not finding you attractive. There's a lot of people I don't find attractive, you know? Yeah. I'm not rude to them, but I don't find everyone attractive. That's just fucking normal. So when someone is polite... <laughs> if you find everyone attractive, your standards are way too fucking low. Well, it's not even that. You don't have standards. You, you're just a, an opportunist right. is what you are. Right? I mean, if you're being honest, you don't find everyone you interact with attractive. That's not fucking possible. Yeah. So why people get butthurt over, especially dudes. Man, you tell a guy, your cock is too small or I'm not attracted to you, it's hellfire. <laughs> like, that's the worst thing you can do. Yeah. Right? It's Really, it's Their the worst thing Their entire month do. is ruined. Yeah. Month? Maybe more. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm telling you. And I, I turn them down very kindly. Yeah, I'm never like, sure. oh, you're ugly. That's never, I would never say that to someone. No, it's more like, no. thank you very much for reaching out. I'm not interested at this time. Well, fuck you, you dirty, ugly, <laughs> skanky <laughs> <Yeah>. bitch. <laughs> right. And I can tell you, I have never gotten that reaction from a woman. No, me either. I only get it from guys. <laughs> I've never gotten that reaction from a woman. Not one fucking time. No, it's not a thing. No, I mean, I very have very politely declined a lot of advances from females. I have never gotten, fuck you, you're a dick. Yeah. Never gotten that once. Me either. It's yeah. usually, okay, thank you anyway. Or from like... dudes? Holy shit. I've gotten to the point where I just straight up tell guys. Does that happen when you're on like the oh, like grinder and shit? Me? Oh, listen. If you... <laughs> If a guy reaches out, here's the best part, and it's very clear if you read my, my profile, I make my profiles crystal fucking clear. If you don't have a picture, I'm not responding to you. Right. Th that's the end of it. We're, this is a fucking waste of time. Right. Guys will send a message. Hey, what's up? What are you up to? No picture, no nothing. I'm not responding to you. What? No response? Too good to say hello? Uh, listen, Mr. Fucking Invisible Man, <laughs> don't even know who the fuck you are. You could be a fucking bot. I don't know. I have no fucking idea who you are. So no, I'm not going to respond to you. Fuck you. Blocked. Right. Then a guy will reach out. Happens all the time. I'm absolutely not attracted to. Hey, what's up? And I'll be very polite and say, hey, thanks so much for reaching out. Appreciate it. I'm really not looking at this time. Well, what the fuck are you doing here? It's like, okay, let me be honest now. I'm not looking am, for you. I am not attracted to you at fucking all. Right. Okay. Fucking beat it. Blocked. Don't make me tell you I'm not. You know, I have, listen, call it fucking misogyny, sexist, whatever you want. I don't treat men the same way I treat women. I've been that way my entire life. It's just the way it is. Guys, I hold to a different standard because I hold myself to that standard. It's just that fucking simple. Sorry. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I just, I won't do it. I, and listen, you can't play, I can't placate to all these guys. I, <laughs> That's exhausting. I can't do it. I told you what happened. Well, Turn you... Turn the fucking thing back on after turning it off. There's 111 fucking messages on one site, 146 on another. No, 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 no. These I, men are thirsty I for you. I can't do it. Yeah. I can't. Well, but it's, and a lot of it's bullshit. You know, a lot of it's phony or not phony, but just like. Disingenuous. Oh, I'm, in, I'm in town for the weekend. No picture, no bio, like no, just bullshit. So you just, you just scroll right through them. And I told you it took like. It took me all day at one point over the course of a day to go through all of them <laughs> and drill it down to four guys that I was interested in potentially. Yeah. But it was hundreds of messages on three different apps, hundreds of messages. It's fucking impossible to keep up with. Yeah. If you're not on that every day, twice a day, 
you just get you just get swallowed up by it. You just get it's it's like a tidal wave of bullshit. Well, I think too many guys are not discriminating enough. Like they're not. <laughs> they're just like I want to get my dick wet. I want to stick it in something. Yeah, it doesn't really care. matter what you look like or who you are or what you're about. Nope. I just want to fuck. Yep. They don't care, and I just can't do it. Yeah. Not my thing. Sorry. Not anymore. I love that about you. It's one of my favorite things that you are very discerning and you do really care about the people that you're going to have sex with. Again, wasn't always that way, which we've talked about on the show before. No, absolutely not. It wasn't always that way. And the truth is, I think it's largely because I've had enough indiscriminate sex that I don't need any more. Right. Just exercise at that point. Yeah, Yeah. that's all it is. Just a few extra calories I'm burning. That's really all (laughs) it is. I just don't fucking need it. Yeah. You know, I'd rather run. (laughs) <laughs> I don't want to fucking do it. Oh God, not me. I just don't want to. I'd do rather it. fuck than run any day of well, the week. But, you know, when I've had a lot of indiscriminate, completely unimportant sex, and I, it does nothing for you. I've it. I've got nothing. I got nothing out of it. Right. I've, I've literally got nothing other than experiences out of it. Yeah. No big fuck. Some good deal. stories. Oh, for sure. Oh, there's some <laughs> doozies in there. But I don't relish those anymore right you know right i just don't care so yeah, yeah that guy's gotta get that shit fixed i just yeah i don't i don't understand it well i think that leads us perfectly into single guy tip of the week yeah that wasn't even single guy tip of the week no we have more <laughs> so i must warn everyone that single guy tip of the week this week is a doozy <laughs> yes. i was telling you a little bit about it before we got on to record and you're like is that fucking for real and i'm like unfortunately I, yes i've ne- I, I didn't even know that was i mean i'm not su- i shouldn't be surprised i guess but i didn't realize that was even a fucking thing because you could become a ordained minister on fucking line i was not aware that this was a thing though you can do a lot of things online Evidently. this probably shouldn't be one of them definitely shouldn't be one of them <laughs> so basically it relates perfectly to a tiktok that we did last week about authenticity yeah, in the yeah. lifestyle right like be your fucking self and don't rely on these weird things to make it seem like you're an interesting person. So here's what happened. This guy reached out to me on the BDSM site that we use. And he was like, hey, I'm a dom. I'm this, I'm that. And I was like, okay, let's test this out. Because I can usually sniff the bullshit out so fast now. Through two or three questions, I can tell when someone's full of shit, right? So this guy reaches out. We're talking back and forth. It's pretty clear he doesn't have the experience he says he does. So I'm like, I'm just curious, like, what is your experience? How many subs have you had in the past? Like, how many years have you been in this space? And he says, well, I've never actually had any experience, but I did a certification course to become a dom. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? First of all, that's the first time I've ever heard of anything like that. Yeah. I want to know what certification course he took. It's even worse. He got the site off of a porn site. Well, there you have it. (laughs) But I really, I want to know what it is because I want to see it. So that's, to me, that's tantamount to going to bartending school. That's right up there with bartending school. Oh, well, for me, it's more like um, you go and take all of the written stuff to be to get your driver's license. Right. But then you don't actually ever get behind the wheel and they still give you a driver's license. Well, that's what it's like to me. Yeah. It's also like years ago, I mean, back in the 80s, I was uh, a personal trainer, right? Worked for Gold's Gym. Sure. I was, a, I was certified with ACE. I had to go to, to NYU to take the test and all that shit. It was a written test. That's what, you got a book. It was that fucking thick. And you went and took a test. Okay. Like 400 fucking questions on it. The room was full of people that have never been in a gym before. Okay. But if you passed the test... You You're were, a personal trainer. You were a certified personal trainer. Right. That was the big fucking deal, right? So certified Dom, certified personal trainer, <laughs> never been in a gym, never had a sub. About the same. Yeah. Right? Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And to me, I mean, what's so interesting to that as someone who is in the BDSM world and has experience is you cannot possibly learn everything that you need to know as a dom 
by reading. This is an experiential no, no, no. thing. But that's you a have lot to be you have to be in front of somebody. You have to be able to read their body cues. You have to be able to read, you know, their breath and the noises they're making. You have to be able to mesh your energy with theirs. This is a very complicated world. Well, that's a that's a particularly dangerous place to be getting your certification online and then attempting to implement practical knowledge. Yeah. You don't have any experience. You have no practical knowledge. You right. read a book, right? I mean, that's what this is. It happens all the time. This is in a lot of different spaces. This is the same thing as therapists who are counseling people who are in the lifestyle. Right, who have never been in the who lifestyle. Who have never been in the lifestyle. How many times have we heard that from people? Oh, so you know, many. We went to a marriage counselor because we were trying to figure out where we wanted to go with our, you know, take the lifestyle. But either the, they had nothing to say to them. They sent them to some sort of like religious person. Yeah. To, to, like they sent them to the church. Or they're saying they're a non-monogamous therapist. But right. really what you find is that they are talking, trying to talk people out of non-monogamy. Right. Because they don't believe in it. Yeah, we We've heard that before. So yeah, if you don't have practical experience before you get, I don't know, certified in something, <laughs> like you're just, I think you're just fucking wasting your time and everybody else. <laughs> so, but, a, but a certified don online? That's crazy. It's okay. So here's, like, this is like a perfect like example for me. So that guy's a certified dom. Right. He has a certificate that right. says that. So does that mean that someone would take him more seriously than like our friend Angel, for example, who's been a professional dom for 25 years has over two decades of experience, but because that guy has some level of online certification, someone would actually look at that and go, Oh, well certainly he must be proficient. Well, who's someone, somebody that's in the space. Absolutely not. Well, that's just my point. Someone who's not, but wants to be and sees that or hears that from him and goes, Oh, well certainly you must know what you're doing. Not an intelligent person. Well, I don't know if an intelligent person would have gotten their certification online. <laughs> That's my whole point of this entire conversation. So, no, and then this is the best part. So he says he's certified and I'm like, uh, okay, where? He says where, I don't remember what it was, That's some hilarious. bullshit site. And then he's like, what, you don't believe me? And sends me the screenshot of his certification. I'm like, no, you are missing the entire point. I don't think you're lying. I'm right. sure you're certified. Right. But for what fucking purpose? Right. You, if, in order to be certified in anything, again, I'll go back to the personal training thing because it's the most it's the most obvious to me. If you don't have some practical exercise experience of some kind, the last thing you if you've should never fucking, been in a gym, yeah, <laughs> the last thing you should do is go to be certified as a personal <laughs> trainer. Yeah. What are you going to do? Get certified, then start to exercise like for the first time in your life doesn't make any fucking sense that's exactly what this is he's never flogged anyone he's never tied anyone up he's never learned safety procedures in person well, he has no idea what protocols are in place he pr he's probably, never been in a dungeon I, I asked him like have you ever been in that environment no nope. probably doesn't even really fully understand the vernacular no because i also firmly believe that whatever company is quote unquote certifying him is totally full of shit so i have to know like what are they trying to teach people i don't know what can you teach someone about bdsm from behind a computer that isn't just like nothing the verbiage yeah and that kind of like super surface level stuff what can you teach someone with a certification only that you that that person can't find on Google. Exactly. I mean, or, really, or any number of BDSM reputable BDSM sites. Oh, there are some great books out there. Yeah. Why not read those? Yeah, like why are you paying someone to certify you? I don't. I, I don't. That's a terrible fucking idea. <laughs> I don't even. I okay. So, single tip of the week is don't get certified in 
being a dom, I guess. Yeah, but I also just think back to the authenticity thing. Like, yeah. don't say you're a dom just because you went through a certification well, course. Don't say you're a dom just because you read a couple of books. That's a very serious thing. You have to properly represent yourself. Well, but here's my my question, and I don't know whether you asked him this or not, because it's a you know that's pretty serious. Like, you know, if you're going to get yourself into a space like you know BDSM or kink, and you're portraying yourself as a dom. You're going to have a hard time, first of all. But I can't help but wonder what possessed him to think that that was a good idea. Like, does he honestly think, I'm sure there was no maliciousness, but does he really think that that's how you become accepted or respected or revered as a dom? Is that a real thing? Well, I think this is a guy who has a lot of academic experience. He right. has a master's degree. He seems very intelligent. Right. And from my experience, the people that are the smartest from a book smart perspective, no practical experience. are the ones that think that they can learn everything that needs to be learned in life yeah. from a book or from a course rather yeah. than actually experiencing it. It's just like, I mean, I cannot tell you how many bartenders over the course of 30 years would come to work for us that on their application or on their resume, it said bartending school, put them behind the bar, ask them to make five of the most basic drinks, couldn't do it, but they're incredibly intelligent people. Yeah, they could pass a test on pass it. Any test, anything, any subject, but literally all thumbs yep. could not make a fucking drink. It's yeah. like you poor thing. You it's wasted the same that thing. time and money, and you. It, this is a shame. Put a flogger so, in this guy's hand and ask him to properly flog someone without hurting them. He wouldn't be able to. Well, There's no way. Protocol. Yeah, it's unfortunate. That's yeah. Weird. Yeah. Single guy tip of the week. Obviously, once again, be authentic. Do not fall prey to stupid shit like get certified. <laughs> That's just like, it, that would be tantamount to becoming certified in the lifestyle. Yeah. You're a certified swinger. Right. What the fuck does that mean? But you've like never many, actually done it. You've never gone to a lifestyle right, club. You've never actually engaged at all, but you're certified in it. So you've got a little vocabulary maybe. Right. Right. You, you, you answered about, I don't know, 30, 40 questions. Maybe you understand like basic etiquette of a right. lifestyle club. N probably not because until you've actually attended one, you really don't know. Right. You could guess. The intelligent person could guess, right? But still, it, that's so insane to me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Certified dumb. That's the first I've ever fucking heard of that. And again, be authentic. Don't claim you're something you're not. And you wonder, you know what I wonder? I wonder if the person or people behind that certification site are legitimate BDSM people, which would be even worse. Oh, I can't imagine. I mean, that's it would a be thing. even worse. If they are, they're just scumbags. Well, that's, yeah, that, yeah, it's clearly just a money grab because you, you know morally that what you're doing is totally fucked up. Yeah. There's just no, it's not even like, this wasn't even a thing where he had to show up, right? Like he no. wasn't actually present. All online. Okay. See, that's, that's the difference. Yep. You, that's, you got zero <laughs> practical experience. When I got kettlebell certified, unlike the, the, the personal training certified, I, I had to go to, I had to go to a class. I got my ass kicked by this Russian dude, barely spoke any fucking English, <laughs> beat the hell out of us. Like, As you well had, you should. You had to actually do Everything that was in this curriculum. That you're going to teach. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, you have to, you can't just show up. For, you can't just not show up. For there that. are certain things you can be certified in and certain things you simply can't. And right. BDSM is one of those things that you right. simply can't. You have to be there, experience it, see the other person's reactions, bounce off of them, be able to make decisions in the moment. Right. That is what makes you a BDSM person or well, a kinkster. You can't. There's no way for you to experience or express the things that go on during a BDSM scene or a demo. Like you can't, 
you can't put that in writing. There's no way to do that. No. There's way too many emotions involved. It's, it's very much a physical, emotional thing. It's There's an no... energy-driven thing. It's a you have to be incredibly, you know, emotionally intelligent. You have to have right. all of those things in place. Yeah, that's crazy. So, so probably what you got there was a really intelligent guy, book smart guy, zero practical knowledge. Who shouldn't? Fast tracking me. Who shouldn't tell people that he's a fucking dom? Yeah. Well, I have a piece of paper him? that says I'm a dom. Yeah. I said you got fucking duped, man, well, and you and I are not going to play. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't. That's not going to happen. I don't get it. So yeah. anyway, that's single guy tip of the week. Don't fall prey to that stupid shit. Yeah. And be authentic. Don't say you're something you're not. No, be honest. So as mentioned at the top of the episode, I had two experiences in Omaha. You guys have heard one of them, but not the other. And I really love this experience because I think it shows my growth and my confidence and just how I made shit happen that weekend. Before we get to that, though, we want to say thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of FPS is brought to you by our friends at Promescent. Picture this, you're at a lifestyle event, you meet someone super cute and you want to get down, but you immediately become anxious because you know that there's the possibility of finishing too quickly. Well, Promescent to the rescue with their flagship product, the Delay Spray. Over 500,000 men worldwide have tried this product and it's helped them last a little bit longer in the bedroom and impress their partners. All you do is spray it on about 10 minutes before playtime, allow it to absorb and go to work. So many people have reported better experiences in bed and being able to please their partners on whole new levels thanks to Promescent's flagship product, the Delay Spray. And if you want to try it for yourself at a discount, all you have to do is go to promescent.com slash FPS. That's promescent, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T dot com slash FPS for a discount off of their flagship Delay Spray and all of their other amazing bedroom wellness products. Guys, we're making big things happen in 2023. We are not sitting still. We are constantly looking for new ways to bring you guys upscale amazing events in the new year. And we have a very exciting announcement, which is that we are going back to Denver. Yes, we will be in Denver for the Hot Wives of Denver event again at the Summit Villa, June 23 and 24. The event itself is on the 24th. We've got some amazing folks staying with us on property the 23rd. Friday night will be a blast, as it always is. We love Denver. Amazing people, amazing venue, and just cool atmosphere. Yes, and of course, you guys also know that we have two takeovers happening this year. One is the Real Hot Wives of Phoenix happening April 13th through the 16th, and Pod Bash 2023 happening right here in Sin City, September 28th through October 1st. If you want to join us for these events or any of our others, head on over and apply for a membership today at members.frontporchswingers.com. We can't wait to party with you in 2023. Okay, so what I want to ask you is, oh, good. <laughs> were you surprised that this interaction went down the way it did? Uh, okay, so let's back up a little bit. First of all, we were in the ballroom during the event. Yes, we, we went Omaha. to Omaha. Right, crazy winter nights. Yes. And the gentleman, one of the gentlemen that you were corresponding with digitally prior to us arriving, of course, walked in the room. You recognized him right away. Yes. This was the second night of the event. Right. I had not seen this gentleman before, so I had no idea who he was. But you pointed him out. Super good looking dude. Very well dressed. And you're like, oh, that's the guy I've been talking to. I said, well, go say hello to him. You're like, no, no, you do it for me. Like you always do. I'm like, well, hold on a second. I'm so neurotic. You have been talking to this guy. He knows what you look like. You're standing right here. Yeah. So 
Eventually, a couple of minutes went by, he made his way strategically over to where we were, but not he didn't inject himself into our conversation. We were talking to some of our friends, but he was standing off to my right. I broke conversation and leaned over, introduced myself to him, shook his hand, and then said, I'd love for you to meet my partner, Brenna. And that, of course, is when he knew that that's, you know, he knew who you were, clearly. Right. And I just took, I took a step back, is what I did, and went kind of around you and went back to our friends. And you guys chatted for a few minutes. So I didn't kind of get involved in it again after that. And then it was, what, I don't know, 30 or 40 minutes later? No. So here's what happened. I had my eye on this guy the entire time, even before we got to the event. I showed you his photo. Yes. And well, I was like... Yeah, but I didn't remember who... I had no clue. No, but I was like, yeah, this is the guy I want to meet when we go to Omaha. I've been talking to him, like totally my type, seemed super nice, just a total gentleman. And so then I was, of course, watching for him throughout the entire event. When he walked in the room... He was even more sexy in person. He was a good-looking guy, no question about it. Really Real, well-dressed. Super well-dressed, had this great blazer on, just very streamlined and was just looking good. And he also carried himself very confidently. He very, yeah, he's super confident because he had a salmon-colored sport coat, which is close to pink. And any man, in my opinion, that can do that and feel comfortable is super fucking cool in my book because I do the same fucking thing. I wear <laughs> pink all the fucking time. I got no problem wearing pink. So he walked in with a salmon-colored sport coat, really just looked really good. He was really well put together. But also just his vibe. He was not yeah. cocky. It wasn't this arrogant thing. It was just this confident, very sure of himself energy. Yeah. And I fucking love that. I mean, I'm so attracted to that type of guy. Like we've talked about many times, that alpha personality drives me fucking crazy well also you don't have to tell someone that you're alpha it's just known yeah that's you can kind feel of what, it yeah that's that's what the vibe i got from it him. oozes from an alpha man yeah. i fucking love He's, it he was super confident so anyway i'm watching him throughout the evening like every time i look over my eye immediately goes to him and he's kind of working the room he's talking to some other people I feel a little bad because I'm pretty sure I cock-blocked a fellow lady. And you I hope absolutely <laughs> cock-blocked one. Well, so we were sitting down at a table with our friends. And you are clearly eyeballing this guy the entire time. And you're watching him work the room. And he's talking to everybody. People are talking to him. He stands out. He's you know tall, good-looking dude in a salmon-colored sport coat and you know nice slacks and a button-down shirt. I mean, he looks sharp. So he's getting a lot of attention. And so finally, he was talking to a woman, and they were they were at the table alone. He was standing up. She was seated. Now, what I will say is, if I could tell they were totally vibing and it was going well... It wasn't going well. I would not have inserted myself. But no. I could tell that she was super interested, and he was like, nah. No, he was caught in the conversation. He was standing at the table where she was sitting. He didn't even sit down. Right. And he was his posture indicated to me that he was doing his level best to find a way out of that conversation, you just gave him the out. So what I did was, I was like, you should go over there with me and be my wingman. And you're like, I'm not fucking doing that. I already introduced you. I set the groundwork. If you can't pull it off, that's on you. And honestly, I'm so glad you did that. Yeah, I was not walking you over there and trying to put this together for you. No, I'm really glad you did that because I need to be more assertive. I need to be more confident and yeah. sure of myself. I mean, I was in a beautiful outfit that night. I had this spectacular mesh see-through rhinestone bodysuit on with yeah. a tool skirt. My hair was all curled. I had these beautiful red lips going on. I looked fucking good and I felt good and there was no reason that I should have been such a gigantic pussy. No, absolutely not. I, I told you. I said, you you were telling me all night how confident you felt. And I said, well, what are you worried about? <laughs> Go over there, say hello to the guy you've been talking to him for fucking two weeks or whatever it's been 
Just tell him you're interested. That's what we're all here for. He knows why he's here. Yeah. So I got the confidence finally because once you said you're not helping me, I was like, fuck, well, I'm on my own. So I need to figure this out. So I get the courage and I walk over and again, I cock block this poor woman and I'm like, I'm so sorry to interrupt. Do you mind if I steal 30 to 60 seconds of your time? And he was like, sure. So we kind of step off to the side together and I was like, hey, I know we've been talking a little bit online and I want to let you know that I think you're equally as handsome in person as you were online. And I just wanted to express my interest and see if you were still interested. And he was like, perfect. Absolutely. So again, I had not said probably 25 words to this guy. Not my normal MO. Like I am so much, especially lately, about the connection and the chemistry and building that over time and not just randomly fucking people. But at the same time, when you're on vacation and you're at these events where you know you're probably never going to see these people again, or at least not for long periods of time, it's kind of like, what do you have to lose? No, absolutely not. Once again, we have to get ourselves out of the, the, the mindset of, just going to these events and meeting people with the hopes that potentially down the road there might be something, but certainly we want to build friendships. And and that's fine, but there's also the possibility that you might just want to get fucked. Yeah. There is that possibility. You see someone hot and you're like, damn, I want to fuck them, and then you fuck them, and that's okay too. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. And yeah. It's something we need to be better at. I know, and it, it, I need to wrap my head around it too. So I was really proud of myself for doing that, and he was like, I am super interested. You are beautiful. We should totally fuck. And I was like, cool. Yeah. So I actually, and I loved this too, because he was like, I do have some friends here, and I have some people I want to talk with. Is it okay if you come to my room at this specific time? I think it was like 11 or something. Something. Yes, it was 11. And I was like, yes, I love that. So I came back to you and I told you, hey, I have a dick appointment. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to hang out for a little while longer and then I'm going to go up and put on some lingerie and I'm going to go to his room. And you're like, oh, OK. Yeah. Were you surprised by that? Uh, No, 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 no. Once I saw you talking to him, all you needed to do was take that initial step. I knew that inevitably that's where this was headed. You know, I was not concerned about that at all. So, no, I wasn't totally surprised by that. But it was so funny because I think the time from when I spoke to him till the time I went up to our room was like a 45 minute period. It wasn't like 10 minutes. I mean, he he wanted a little bit of time to interact socially with people, which I totally understood. But the whole time I'm sitting there, I am like a fucking anxious, giddy little schoolgirl. I can't sit still. I just keep talking to you about it, like leaning in and whispering how I'm going to get fucked. It was so it was fun. Well, eventually you did make your way upstairs. Right. right? So I want to point this out because it does lend itself to the character of this guy. So you were supposed to meet at 11. Yes. At 11, that's what you told me. Right. So you left, I don't know, 10 minutes prior to that. Right. To go get freshened up and change. 11 o'clock rolls around. I was actually talking to the lovely, amazing gal that I had the opportunity to meet. And I noticed out of the corner of my eye that he was still standing in the room. Right. Looked at my watch. I was like, oh, it's 11 o'clock. He's fucking late. Right. So I texted you and said, hey, he's still down here. And then you sent me a message. Nope, he's going to be here in 15 minutes. I needed more time. Yes. Yeah, because I really wanted to look cute for him. So when I got up to the room, I was like, "Uh, 10 minutes is not enough. I wanted to shower really quickly. I had a piece of lingerie all laid out. I had a robe all laid out. I wanted to look and smell and just feel good. Right. So I was like, okay, well, then I'll I'll, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. And then sure enough, like five minutes later, he was gone. Didn't see him again. So I I was really kind of impressed by the, the fact that he was, like you said, he was conscientious because you asked him if he was okay 
waiting a few more minutes. He was fine with it. I had initially thought, oh, he lost track of time or he's just flaking or whatever. It wasn't the case. Nope, it was me. I was taking too damn long. Yeah. No, it's okay. <laughs> so I get myself all smelling good. I put on some perfume. I lotion my whole body up. I change into this little piece of lingerie with a robe over it. And I go to his room. And it's so funny because, again, I mean, this is a beautiful man. And I was excited and I was nervous because I don't know him. So walking to his room, my heart is just pounding. I can hear it in my ears. My heart is pounding so loud. Yeah, this is out of the norm, you know, for you for the most part. It's weird. It's uncomfortable. I was excited, but it was just not my norm. So yeah, I mean, the whole thing was just very kind of nerve wracking. And I get to his door. And again, my heart is just pounding and pounding. I finally get the nerve to knock on the door. He answers it. He's looking so fucking good. He's taking the jacket off. He has this great button up on. And I kind of lean in. I the first time I really smelled him. He smelled so good, like teak wood or something. This very like yeah, musty. Like yeah, like he was using like essential oil or something. Oh, something. It fucking smelled amazing. And immediately I was like more turned on by that. So I step into the room with him and total gentleman. He has a bottle of water sitting out for him and a bottle of water sitting out for me. He asked if I need anything else. I said no. And it was probably 30 seconds after I step into the room. He gives me a couple of compliments. We kind of, you know, get the pleasantries out of the way and we just start making out with each other. I am talking hands all over the place. This was so sexy too. I love this when men do this. He's making out with me and he's running his hands up my neck and into my hair and almost like massaging my scalp while he's just devouring my mouth. Are you on the bed? Sitting on the no, bed? we're standing on by, oh. by the edge of the bed. Okay. Just making out with each other, hands all over the place. I'm running my hands up and down his arms and onto his back and kind of onto the back of his neck. And it just grew with intensity. And again, keep in mind throughout this entire story, this is a stranger. Yeah. I have said 30 words to the man and I am now being devoured by him near his hotel bed. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> it was so fucking hot. So, and the whole time too, he's giving me all these compliments. He's telling me how soft my skin is and how beautiful my hair is and, you know, just how much he loves my curves. He said that multiple times, which I really love because I believe it. I think this is a man who appreciates some booty and a little meat on the bones. For sure. And that's also kind of a theme throughout this entire interaction. So eventually he asked me if I want to get on the bed with him. So we're now like laying on our sides facing each other and again he's just rubbing his hands all over me i've now taken the robe off i've thrown it on the floor and i'm just in this little teddy number and so my arms are still covered but my legs and my ass are exposed well also we're glossing over something so you left our room with that outfit on only and went to his room well yeah but the robe was covering yeah, everything but that's still bold for you that's not normal for you <laughs> i mean just i be didn't rolling have... around the hotel room fucking hallways with you know, a robe and lingerie. On. It's not like I had my kitty out for the whole place to see. I know, anything. but it's still definitely outside of your normal comfort zone. Yeah. Again, I was feeling incredibly confident that night and it showed. So anyway, we're laying on the bed. He's kind of rubbing his hands up my legs onto my ass. He's remarking how nice my ass is. And then he kind of starts like just squeezing it a little bit. And I was like, you can squeeze it harder if you want. And he gets this shit eating grin on his face and he's like, okay. So he really starts just grabbing on to my ass and just remarking about how like it's going to be so nice to grip onto that thing while I'm inside of you and I was like whoa wow. again such a confident thing to say to a stranger a basic stranger well you know I, we say that but I, as I'm thinking about it there's also some level of safety or comfort in being able to express yourself with a stranger because like you said 
you might not ever see him again. That's he may never see you again. That's what, what you got to lose. A hundred percent. Because not only that, but we don't have we don't have overlapping friend groups or anything like that. Like no. this is a guy that if things didn't go well with, or if I made a fool of myself, I don't ever have to talk to him again. No, absolutely not. And, and he doesn't a, have to either. And that's a very unique position for me to be in because right. for the most part, we go to our events and yeah. it's the same people that come all the time. Or I'm playing with friends who I don't want to piss off or make uncomfortable or whatever. And not that I would ever do that on purpose, but yeah, there is some freedom in being like well, this is who I am tonight. And if you don't like it, we don't ever have to see each other yeah, again. That's, that's the beauty of that whole kind of that scenario is like you can absolutely just be whoever you want to be and express yourself however you want, provided, of course, it's a, a consensual interaction. But you don't have to worry about putting on airs. Well, I also think because of that and because I was just feeling so confident overall that weekend, I took on a little bit different of a persona. I felt like I don't know. I didn't feel like myself that weekend. I don't know if you could tell that, but just even walking around throughout the entire weekend, I felt like a fucking badass. Well, there was definitely a different vibe and it could have been for any number of reasons, but certainly there was a level of confidence, I think, that you display that you rarely do. Yeah. It's almost like you were as confident at that event as you are at ours. Right. Which you know is I mean? weird. Yeah. Because I hardly knew anyone. Yeah. <laughs> Well, just our friends that we, yeah, that we were fortunate enough to be there with. So that was pretty cool. So anyway, we're making out with each other on the bed. And then he's like, I I have to lick your pussy. And I was like, perfect. So I undo my teddy. It has like, you know, the snaps. I undo the snaps. I kind of hoist it up so that my pussy's exposed. I lay on my back and he starts eating me out. I will also say this man has a lovely accent. And I truly believe that I think men that can roll their R's. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. are better at eating pussy. I'm just throwing that out there. Okay, yeah. I'm yeah, waiting. that's a fucking thing. <laughs> I guess. I never heard of that before, but all right. Yeah, so men that can kind of roll like their... like tying the stem of a cherry in a knot. I was never able to do that. I don't know if that's a thing or not, but men that can roll their R's can eat pussy better than men that can't. And okay. so I'm just saying this was corroborated during this experience because it was wonderful. He's eating my pussy and he's using all of these little tongue flicker things. Like his tongue motion was so interesting and so unique and it was wonderful. Wonderful. I mean, it was just, it was clear that he was really trying. I think that's why it turned me on as well, much as it did. Uh, yeah, listen, I'm, I'm here to tell you, I don't care who, I say it all the time. Oral, provided by whomever, gender is irrelevant, someone who is genuinely eager to do it. It changes everything. Right. and But not even just eager, like truly trying, putting out yeah, a, a sincere amount of effort to bring you pleasure. Yeah. And it was obvious in what he was doing because there are a lot of guys that'll just like lick your pussy and it's the same motion over and over and over again. That was not this guy. He was doing a circular motion. He was doing a figure eight motion. He was kind of like licking on my clip, but then he kind of go down and kind of more nibble on it. I mean, it was just all of these different sensations and it was really fun. It kept me guessing like, Ooh, what's he going to do next? You know what I mean? Yeah. There's again, there's something really unique about the opportunity to play with someone you don't know, complete fucking stranger for the most part. Like you said, you said half a dozen, you know, a couple dozen words to the guy and then, of course, he's also eager to provide pleasure. That's a big fucking deal. Well, and again, I think that mixed with his eagerness, his enthusiastic nature, coupled with my confidence during this experience was what made it so 
fiery yeah, I'm sure. because the next thing that I did was I pulled my tits out of my teddy. The teddy was very stretchy, so I could kind of pull it down and just hoist my tits out of it. And I was kind of playing with my own nipples while he was licking my pussy. But then I was like, I think you should squeeze my tits while you're doing that. And he was like, awesome. So he reaches up and starts squeezing on my tits, playing with my nipples at the same time that he's eating me out. And I had this crazy orgasm. And I was like, I'm going to come. And he takes his mouth off my pussy, looks up at me with a smile on his face, and he's like, I want you to come for me. And nice. I was like, yes. Yeah, that's confident. <laughs> so he goes back to licking me, and I have this crazy orgasm. I arch my back off the bed. I'm once again squeezing my own tits while he's playing with my nipples and licking my pussy. And it was just – it was amazing. I mean, it was just – a very, very intense orgasm that allowed me to 100% get in the right headspace. Like once I had that first one, we were off to the races. Well, again, confidence building, obviously, because there's a connection, clearly a physical connection. Yeah, we clearly bounce off each other very, very well. So of course I'm like, now I need to suck your cock. So we switch spots, he gets on his back, this is the first time I'm seeing his cock. He takes off his pants. Never takes... sent you an image of naked image or anything like that. Nope. I had no freaking idea. Although I can now tell you, I'm telling you right now, people, I can tell big dick energy from a fucking mile away. Oh, for sure. I can sense it. I can smell it in the air when a guy has a big dick. Well, you <laughs> and have I've, plenty of experience. I've never been wrong. I've never been wrong. And he had a big cock and uh, I knew he would. <laughs> first thing you told me when I saw you. So anyway, he takes out his cock. It's big. It's beautiful. And I start sucking it. And I ask if he wants me to play with his balls. And he gets this. He lights up like a Christmas tree the second I say it. Like his entire face lights up. He's like, I love my balls being played with. He's like, if you want to suck them, if you want to lick them, do whatever you want. We talked a few episodes ago about me being a ball connoisseur. Yes. I showed him all of my fucking skills. I was, there was one point I started sucking on his cock, got it nice and wet. And then I was stroking it and I started putting his balls in my mouth and like swirling my tongue around each one and then kind of sucking on them. He was making the most erotic noises I think I've ever heard a man make. Yeah, that's it was, a, listen, I don't know about any guy who doesn't enjoy that. I'm, I have to question your sensitivity overall. A lot of guys don't like it. I don't it. get it. That's like, I mean, it's well, some the best guys thing are, ever. Yeah, I mean, some guys are just way more sensitive than Hyper others. Hypersensitive, I guess. Yeah. Or, I suppose. I mean, some guys, it's like, don't fucking breathe on them. Don't look at them. Well, I mean, I, you know, I mean, I'm super fucking ticklish and there is little, I, I hate more than being tickled and I get violent when I'm tickled because I am that ticklish. <laughs> but you can suck my fucking balls all day long. I don't, that doesn't, that no has no effect on that at all. Yeah, they're not ticklish. Yeah. <laughs> well, he loved it. I mean, he was making these just guttural noises, like deep throat moaning noises. And I was like, well, clearly you like this. And he's like, I fucking love it. He's like, you have no idea how good that feels. And I'm like, oh, I love that. I know how it feels. <laughs> so then I stopped playing with his balls with my mouth, but I'm kind of like ripping them, almost like massaging them one at a time with my fingers while I'm sucking his cock. And then I just focus straight on his cock. I'm kind of using my hand and my mouth at the same time because it's big. I mean, it's hard to get this thing at the back of my throat. So I did deep throat it a couple of times, but for the most part, I'm using my hand in conjunction with my mouth to just make sure I'm giving him as much kind of contact as possible. And he's loving it. And then I'm just getting so worked up. I mean, there was one point I, I reached down and I was feeling my own pussy. I was dripping onto the bed. 
I mean, I'm so turned on by this whole thing. He's clearly hot. We're having a great connection. He has this amazing cock. And I'm like, I can't wait anymore. So I take my mouth off and I'm like, you need to fuck me. (laughs) He's like, perfect. I was hoping you would say that. So he gets a condom and we start with me on my back and he enters me and gives me this amazing stretch. And again, I've talked many times about how guys with big cocks, with great cocks comes great responsibility. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Because you can't just ram that shit in. That is not going to work. No, you have to have a little bit of understanding that there's the potential for danger. Yeah, you have to have some finesse and some patience. So he kind of eases into me. And I always love, I don't know why the fuck this is such a turn on for me. But when men tell me that I have a tight pussy, I'm like, oh, I love that so much. (laughs) It's like a badge of honor for me. So he enters me and he's like, oh, my God, it's so tight. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're so big. (laughs) And it starts really slow. And then he leans down and starts kissing me. And it gets passionate fast. I mean, he's making out with me. He's running one hand kind of like up my neck and gripping onto it from the side as he's kissing me. And then he just picks up intensity with his cock and he's going faster and deeper. And, of course, I come multiple times. I mean, it was just lovely. And then there was this moment where he was like I have to see your ass while I'm fucking you of course and the way he said it was so sexy like just such intensity and passion behind it I could tell he genuinely wanted to see my ass and he I'm definitely like definitely did I will happily display this peach for you my friend so I, I turn over I put my ass up in the air I put a pillow under my hips he slides into me and this is where shit gets interesting we've talked about this before but there's something about when someone's not looking at you and you're not looking at them you you feel more free to well, say shit, right? Well, you're like, super vulnerable face to face. Yes. It's, it's no different from somebody talking shit digitally. That's easy to do. <laughs> right. You know, no, nothing to it. Not face to face, but yeah. digitally, fuck, anything goes. When I don't have to see the look on your face as I'm saying things and seeing your expression, I feel like I can just be more expressive. Yeah, absolutely. And so then shit just starts flying out of my mouth. I didn't even know where it was coming from some of it. I mean, it got raunchy. I was like, the second I saw you online, I knew I wanted to fuck you. I knew I wanted your cock inside of me. He's like, oh, I wanted this cock so buried deep inside of you. I've been thinking about it ever since you reached out. I mean, it was fucking hot. Well, again, strangers don't know each other, may not see each other ever again. Now we're not even looking at each other. I mean, yeah, all bets are off. I'm telling him to spank my ass. And this is so fucking sexy with his sexy accent. I'm like, you need to spank my ass. He's like, oh, happily, how hard do you want it? And I was like, hard. And he's like, okay. So he smacks my ass on one side. I'm like, harder. He takes his other hand, smacks my ass even harder on the other cheek. I mean, it was just fucking intense. And the whole time too, this is what's so funny. The whole time I'm thinking about you sitting downstairs and what you're thinking about us doing because... Again, you kind of set this whole thing up. I had the confidence to yeah. go over and, and finally tell him what I wanted. But if you hadn't initially introduced us, none of this would have happened. Well, for the most part, un- oddly enough, which is unusual for us, because uh, we rarely are, we rarely find ourselves playing with our friends like at the same time. Like even if you know I'm somewhere and you know, you're at home and I'm somewhere else, that rarely happens. It's not really like we don't map it out that way. But in this particular case, I was dancing and hanging out and flirting with my new friend. So I I was distracted. And it wasn't until I got back to the table, and it was only probably 15 minutes after that that you came back. 
So I didn't have a lot of time to think about it. But I sat back down and I looked at my watch. I'm like, oh, she's been gone for a while. I wonder how this is going. Well, but that's kind of the awesome part about playing separately is in my mind, you were sitting at that table thinking about me getting railed the entire time. Well, it, does, it doesn't matter that you were off dancing and making out and flirting. It doesn't matter because in my mind, right. you were doing what I thought you should, what I wanted you to be doing. Well, yeah, you're <laughs> always doing what I think you should be doing in my mind. So, <laughs> exactly. You know, it doesn't matter where I am. It's like the fantasy of it. And what's so funny is after we get back together and we tell each other the details, it almost doesn't matter that the fantasy isn't 100% there. It's no. still hot in the moment. No, it doesn't make a bit of difference, actually. So, I mean, that was really fun. There was was one moment that I remember him like spanking my ass and he goes, oh, I just left a handprint. And I was like, oh, I can't wait to get back down to tell Brian that I have a hot man's handprint on my ass. Yeah. That, listen, I know a lot of guys get freaked out by that or even a lot of a lot of gals, too. It's like, oh, I don't want to leave Mark's like, yeah, it's OK. We're good. No, problem no I fucking loved it. So and then so he's fucking me and I came, I pushed him out and he's like, oh, my God, you're such a strong, tight pussy. I was like, are you going to let that stop you? Or are you going to get back in there? <laughs> so he slides back into me and Cock sh- pussy shaming the guy. For that. I mean, it's just crazy. <laughs> I mean, things got wild. There was one moment I told him to pull my hair. So he grips my hair from the back. He's pulling it while he's just pounding me from the back. Again, all of this dirty talk going back and forth. And then he stops and I take off the condom. I turn around. I start sucking his cock again. And he's like, I'm going to come. Where do you want me to come? And I was like, I want you to come all over my tits. And he's like, okay. So he gets off the bed onto the floor right by the bed. I am kneeling by the bed at this point, sucking his cock. And I'm like, tell me when you're getting close and I have one hand on each of his thighs he has these beautiful muscular athletic thighs and I feel them start to shake and I'm like I can tell he's getting close (laughs) I look up at him his eyes are closed he's kind of almost like going back and forth between eyes closed and looking at the ceiling not looking at me completely lost in his own pleasure which I love and he's like I'm getting really close and I was like okay so I take my mouth off I'm continuing to stroke his cock and then he starts stroking it I start playing with his balls massaging each one he comes all over my tits all over my lingerie it's even in my hair a little bit i mean it was fucking everywhere it was so hot and it lasted a long time i feel like it was a good two minutes of him like just continuing to like spurt on my tits and then this is the dirtiest part (laughs) i take my hands and i start rubbing his cum into my tits that's just naughty it was fucking naughty that's fucking naughty yeah well again this is a situation this entire the entire time we were really in omaha for the event i don't want to say it was a vacation necessarily but it was certainly not our event we didn't have any responsibility whatsoever i I, I had a very short 45 minute seminar or whatever but it really was kind of like being kind of on vacation at an event that we didn't have any responsibility at so we could just do whatever i yeah, I could let my hair down to yeah. some degree. I could just kind of like, you know, do my own thing and not worry. And there was a lot of freedom in that. Yeah, and not all eyes on us kind of thing. Exactly. I didn't feel like we were on display, which right. was really nice. I felt like I could just be slutty Brenna. I wasn't Brenna from Front Porch Swingers getting up there and doing all this shit. It was just like, no. I'm just slutty normal Brenna. And it allowed me to just let go and experience a wonderful time with this super fucking hot man. Have you continued to correspond with him? Very little. We've talked a little bit, but, you know, he's not a guy that really travels. He has a job that doesn't really allow that. And right. so, again, this is probably a one-time thing. This I don't foresee us ever playing again. Yeah, probably not. I don't foresee us going back to Omaha. 
<laughs> anytime soon. It was a great place to visit, but yeah. it's not like, you know, a place we're going to go all the time. Maybe in the so, spring. Yeah, summer for <laughs> not sure. The winter. Yeah. But again, like this is not something that's going to be a regular thing. And, and that was kind of exciting. And, and what I really loved is he grabs me a towel. I kind of clean myself up a little bit. And he was like, well, that was unexpected. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, well, there's a lot of times I go to events and I just network with people and it's not all about banging that night and I was like I'm 100% the same way right. he's like well then I'm really glad we could do this and that was that was wonderful too I felt like for both of us it was very freeing yeah and it's not the norm I mean it isn't the norm for you and I certainly but again it was a you know outside of the box outside of our comfort zone kind of thing and you know why not when in Rome or Omaha whatever <laughs> when in Omaha do as the Omahans do yeah is that what they're called Omahans yeah, let's go with that <laughs> Nebraskans. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So he kisses me on the cheek. I go back to our room. I get myself cleaned up. I come back to you. I had to have been beaming. Yeah, you came. I was still sitting at the table. I'd gotten back to the table and you came. I, I was talking to someone. You came up from behind me and I was like, well, you've been gone a while. And then, of course, you told me how amazing it was. Didn't give me any of the details. But I think from that point on, for the remainder of the time that we were there, you were super like hyper confident after that. Yeah. Yeah, because he was like the hottest guy in the room, and I got to fuck him. It felt yeah, really good. You pretty much, I mean, did it on your own, you know, kind for the of, most part. Of. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. It was just a good experience. Again, it showed me, if if nothing else, I mean, aside from the great sex, I think the thing that I took away from this more so than anything is. I have a lot of fucking sexual power. And if I harness it and use it in a confident way, like I did in this situation, really amazing experiences can can come out of it. So I'm always going to be an erotic person. I'm always going to overthink things. That's just my nature. But if I can let go of that even temporarily for a few hours, it can result in something pretty awesome. Well, just got to keep it in mind next time we find ourselves in a situation like that, because we will overthink the shit out of a situation and talk ourselves out of a good time real fucking easily. Well, yeah, because I thought you were going to bang that night, too. And it <laughs> didn't happen. I absolutely would have had it been possible. But, you know, certain circumstances did not allow for it. Otherwise, it would have been. Yeah, absolutely. I was in. So I don't know. I think we both stepped out of our comfort zones that weekend. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you were making out with a woman on the dance floor while I was getting banged by a stranger upstairs. Yeah, and I can count on one hand how many women I've danced with or anyone I've danced with at lifestyle events. I know. I was shocked. Yeah. So, yeah, that was definitely a – yeah, there was something about it. I don't know. It must have been in the water in Omaha. Maybe. <laughs> Just, you know, kind of a more relaxed and I don't know that necessarily confident for me, but certainly I felt um, less restricted. Yeah, Maybe that's the, uh, you know, the term I need. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Good experience. I liked it. I'm still smiling over it and enjoying it in my mind. And you and I fucked like rabbits after that. <laughs> so was, that was that fun, too. Was super fun. <laughs> so that was my Omaha. You've now heard both of my slutty Omaha adventures. Yeah, Omaha was good for us. I liked it a lot. (laughs) If you guys want to hear more of our slutty adventures and behind the scenes and other things, we are doing multiple bonus episodes on Patreon on video every month. So if you guys want more, that's where you can head. Patreon.com slash Front Porch Swingers for more of that fun. Also, my OnlyFans. I'm officially putting up my threesome video this week. I put up my Yoni massage video already. I have some other very fun experiences. In fact, we're meeting a creator tonight. Yes. That... 
potentially could be on my OnlyFans very soon, head on over to OnlyFans.com slash swingers for that fun. If you want to see Brian in his naked glory, head on over to OnlyFans.com slash buy hyphen zaddy. A reminder, lots of events coming up in 2023 all over the country. So if you guys want to be included on future mailers and see where we're heading, or if you want to buy tickets, head to members.frontporchswingers.com today. YouTube, if you guys liked our single guy tip of the week, but you want to see it on video, we are doing that now on our YouTube channel as well as other fun stuff there. So that's youtube.com slash front porch swingers. And what am I missing? We have a whole lot of stuff coming up. We are going to be in Phoenix, in Denver, in Houston. We are everywhere. Get on members.frontporchswingers.com. You will see it all. Yes. And until next time, thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks, everybody.